0: Welcome to Behind the Warrior, a podcast presented by the EOD Warrior Foundation. This series will focus on resources, interviews, and topics impacting EOD warriors, their families, and the military community at large.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Maria Shabla, and welcome to Behind the Warrior podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ray Bowne. Whole Health System Director, and Veterans Health Education Coordinator with the Gulf Coast Veterans Health Care System. Welcome, Ray, and thank you for joining us today.
0: Well, thank you, Maria. I appreciate the invitation.
1: You are so welcome. So let's just start from the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where'd you grow up?
0: Well, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida most of my life. I was born in New Jersey. I was the son of a Navy photographer. So we did a little bit of traveling around the world. Uh, First tour was in the mid-60s when my brother and I were toddlers back to Guam. And we spent about three and a half years over there and then came to Pensacola where my father was an instructor at the photo school. And we Hello. spent many years there. He did deploy out of Key West. We were down there for a couple of years in the mid-70s as my brother and I were teenagers, and we had a wonderful time down there, and then back to Pensacola. So I called Pensacola home. I went to Pensacola High School. I went to, to Pensacola State College, University of West Florida, and that's where I received my first degree before raising my right hand and accepting a commission in the United States Navy as a naval flight officer.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. So from Jersey to Guam to Florida and back around, that, that sounds like a, a nice way to grow up. A lot of different experiences.
0: There were many different experiences, all treasured.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you served in the Navy. Um, can you tell us about your, your career?
0: Absolutely. So after getting my bachelor's degree, I went through Aviation Officer Candidate School at NAS Pensacola. I received my commission on Friday the thirteenth of December, nineteen eighty-five, <laughs> and uh, was auspicious. in school for a little while. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> uh, but it was a, it was a good day for me. And after aviation, mm-hmm. aviation arts Canada school started flight training at NAS Pensacola. Received my wings of gold in June of eighty-seven. Uh, went through electronic warfare school to learn electronic warfare countermeasures at Cory Station. Then off to the Fleet Replacement Squadron, VAQ one twenty-nine, at in Washington State where I learned all the ins and outs of flying in the prowler, carrier aviation. And with that, I made two deployments to the MED. One was during Operation Desert Shield. And I taught electronic warfare before leaving the military. After leaving the military, got my MBA from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University in aviation administration and signed on with a pharmaceutical company to go into professional sales. Did that for nine years and decided I wanted to grow up. And when I did, it was to go into nursing. I had a love of science. My first degree was in cellular and molecular biology. So I just had to take a few prerequisites. Prerequis- pre- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to take a few prerequisites and then entered at the University of South Atlanta, Alabama where I received both my Bachelor of Science in Nursing and a Master's in Science of Nursing. And from there, I have been with the VA now since. December not yes, December of twenty twelve. Part of that I worked at Mobile Infirmary in Mobile, Alabama as a med surge, ER, ICU, long term care telemetry nurse. So I jack of all trades. And now I've been in the whole health system director position now for about five months.
1: Wow. Well first, thank you so much for your service. Um and and I just I'm kind of in awe over how many things you've done. That's just amazing and how you ended up with um, with VA Whole Health. So um, so we're very excited to to meet you and, um, and there's a lot of excitement in the VA community now. Can you tell us how it's transforming and what exactly is Whole Health?
0: Absolutely. So the mission of the VHA is to honor America's veterans by providing exceptional health care that improves not only their health, but also their well-being. And what Whole Health is, in a nutshell, is an approach to health care that engages, empowers, and equips our veterans to take charge of their health and well-being and live life to the fullest. That's the name of the game out there. It's an the approach to health care that supports the health and well-being of our veteran clients. It centers around what matters most to our veteran clients, not what are, what's the matter with them. And this means that they are going to partner with their health care team. The health care team is going to get to know them. And together, they're going to put together a personalized health plan based on the values, needs, and goals of the veteran client. It changes the paradigm. The old paradigm was a episodic disease focused model that asked the question, what's the matter with you? We're changing over to a new paradigm that puts the veteran at the center of healthcare instead of the clinician. And that veterans' veterans' dental healthcare focuses on what matters most to the veteran client. Why do they live life? What truly brings them joy and happiness? And why do they want to be healthy?
1: Wow, that that's amazing, and it, it is a complete, like you said, paradigm shift, and so exciting. Um, very it different is. from we, our current healthcare system, I'd say.
0: It is, and, and it's making a difference in our veteran clients out there. I have some information, some metrics I want to share that I think just tells a story of what Whole Health is doing and this paradigm shift in the way we're doing health care for our veteran clients. When you look at veterans who do not participate in Whole Health, and this is just in our health care system for fiscal year 21, mm-hmm. we saw avoidable health care costs drop by 3.91%. What does that mean? Avoidable health care costs are costs that are incurred when an illness, disease, or disability becomes worse over time. And what we're trying to do with Whole Health is to deny or delay that progression of that illness, injury, or disability. Well, that means if you have a diabetic patient who is diagnosed with diabetes, and typically they're in the lower price category when you, when you look at how they are um, how, how we price things for our veteran clients out there, the services that they require. A newly diagnosed uh, diabetic patient will be in what we call price category number two. And depending on whether are a priority code one through five or six through eight, and I don't, don't have time to get into that, mm-hmm. it costs us between 2500 and $3,500 per year to take care of that veteran client. If that veteran's disease progresses, and it can over time if it's left unchecked and there's nothing really done about it, mm-hmm. and it's a partnership between the healthcare team and the veteran as to what course of action they take out there. But let's say we have a veteran client who does not take control of his life and health and ends up progressing to end-stage renal disease, kidney failure. Mm-hmm. Well, that 2500 to $3,500 per month cost for health care now jumps up to between $91,000 and $96,000 per year. Wow. That's a veteran on dialysis multiple times per week. Mm-hmm. So if we can take a veteran and work with them and find out really what matters most to them and look at their healthcare values and look at the values that are in alignment with healthcare good health and well-being and those that are not and try mm-hmm. to eliminate the ones that are not, then it's a win situation for the veteran because now they're not progressing in their illness, disease, or disability. They are maintaining their lifestyle. They're having more time to do what matters most to them, and that's the benefit of Whole Health. Mm-hmm. But getting back to the data out here, as I said just a moment ago, the cost trend for avoidable health care cost for a, a veteran who did not participate in Whole Health was 3.9% reduction. But when you look at, and then when you look at the number of counters per month, it only dropped about 12.56%. Contrast that with, and this again, this is our data, fiscal mm-hmm. year 21 Gulf Coast Veterans Healthcare System, avoidable healthcare costs dropped 51.1%. Wow. And encounters per month dropped 57.5%. That is huge because now a veteran has more time to do what matters most to them. Playing with your children on the playground, taking vacations with loved ones and family members, reading a good book, engaging in hobbies, kayaking, walking, running, fishing, sailing, boating. We have all those across the Gulf Coast here. Mm -hmm. And it just brings quality of life to our veteran clients, but it also brings satisfaction to we clinicians as well in that we know that we are providing our veteran with a high quality product. But at a much lower price, not only on the monetary end, but a lower time price and being engaged and having to go to doctor's appointments or to ERs or you know even possibly being hospitalized. Mm. So that's the good points about Whole Health and why we do it here at Gulf Coast Veterans Healthcare System.
1: Wow, that is really amazing, the results you guys are seeing in such a short time.
0: It is, it mm. is. And it runs right in alignment with what we're seeing nationally as well.
1: Wow. Wow. This is so exciting, Ray. Um, can you tell our listeners some stories about how you've personally seen the program benefit veterans?
0: Well, absolutely. Uh, first, I'd like to start off with a personal story. When I came to the VA. I was pharmaceutical sales and I worked you know, 12, 18 hour days, six days a week. And then I went into nursing and I did 12 and a half hour to 14 hour shifts, depending on how long it took me to chart. And the only way I could survive was by drinking Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And I was consuming between 140, 180 ounces of Diet Coke per day. That is a lot of caffeine. I have to stop you there. there. I
1: have to know like how many, how many bottles of, of Coke is that?
0: Well, if you have a 20-ounce bottle, that's seven.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm bad at math, but...
0: <laughs> that's, that's okay.
1: <laughs> so that's a lot of Diet Coke a day. Yes, I agree. That
0: is a lot of Diet Coke. Mm-hmm.
1: All those chemicals.
0: And all those chemicals with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, caffeine is a stimulant. It, you know, it jacks up your body. It makes you irritable, and I was very irritable. Mm-hmm. But it also is a base, base constrictor. So it it constricts the blood vessels, and it causes your blood pressure to go up, which was the thing that was really affecting me. And I had to keep on consuming Diet Coke because the caffeine kept those vessels constricted because if I didn't drink any caffeine, they would start opening back up again. And the nerves were irritated because they said, this is not normal for Ray. And it caused a headache, migraine-type headache, I mean, to the point of nausea. Never never vomiting, but nausea, and just you know needing to go lay down in a dark place oh, wow. and take some ibuprofen and you know hope that it ends soon, and it would last for days. I would pop a diet Coke open in the morning when I got up, and I would drink one right before I went to bed at night that's wow. how bad it was Wow yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: so my first goal, my first healthcare goal, sparkles, something that was specific measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and time-based was to decrease my Diet Coke down to zero. And it took me a year. I got down from the 140, 180 ounces to about 24 ounces, so two 12-ounce cans um, in about three months. But that last little bit was just very, very hard, and it was the summer of the following year because I started in the fall that I was able to actually give it up and gain control of my life. Wow. Now I don't I now I don't wonder, you know, have to find the uh the closest convenience store to mm. get a Diet Coke, you know, the big slurp or whatever it is out there. Uh the Polar Pop, you know, the 44 ounce out there and I was drinking several of those per day.
1: Oh my god. Don't
0: have to do that anymore. Yeah. When I get off a plane flying for business, I don't have to find the closest convenience store to the airport and buy a 12-pack and get in the refrigerator because I'm going to consume that in one to two days. Wow. I now have control of my life and I've been caffeine free since 2017. So we're coming up on five years.
1: Well, that is wonderful, Ray. What a, what a success story.
0: That's my personal sex story, yeah. but let me tell you a success story for our patients that are going through taking charge of my life and health, which is our deep dive in the whole health. It's a nine week sequential course that we offer here at the VA and it's offered at every VA across the country. Okay. Our, our, um, our whole health partner, the person who facilitates the, our whole health pathway program for taking charge of my life and health. And introduction to whole health, her name is Tina Caps, And Tina had uh, several veterans who went through her class in the first quarter of fiscal year 22. So they just finished up in December. And she asked them, how does this change your life? And she gave me some veteran victories out there. One of her veteran clients is now engaging with friends again. I believe this veteran had PTSD, mm-hmm. had basically isolated himself in the middle of, you know, of, of his home, had some animals that he, you know, you loved on and stuff like that, but really no interaction with people, mm-hmm. friends or family. At the end of the, of the nine weeks, he was planning to build a gazebo to invite friends and family over to start integrating back people back with his, within his life. That's a success story out there. Wow. Another veteran had started abstaining from alcohol at the beginning of the course. Mm -hmm. Two months later, alcohol-free. He even went to Las Vegas. We know how sensitive he is. They throw alcohol at you every time you walk through the casino there. They're giving it to you because they want you to gamble. Went to Vegas, off the alcohol acknowledges that those around him who celebrate, are celebrating the changes he's making for his health and well-being, he's now able to live his values and do what he really wants to do in his life. Those are just two of many success stories out there. A lot of them are about integration with family and friends. They hadn't done that before. They had some challenges they were working through, and by learning skills, by being introduced to tools and resources and then having a great facilitator who is also coaching now as well, they were able to work past their challenges and start doing things that matter most to them, spending time with family and friends, getting off substances that that they were abusing and having control of their lives again. And that's the bottom line, is veterans being happy with themselves and being able to take charge of their lives.
1: That is amazing. And I have to say, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Dolly Parton. And it's find out who you are and do it on purpose. So it sounds like, you know, you guys are really helping these veterans find out who they are and what's important to them and, and then living their life free from, from these things that are holding them down and, and ill affecting their health. So that's amazing. Just truly amazing. Um, we have seen, a devastating increase in suicide over the past year, Ray. And I wanted to see, can you tell us how Whole Health is addressing suicide awareness and prevention?
0: Oh, absolutely. So, you know, several years back, um, the statistics for veterans taking their own lives by their own hand was between 22 and 23 veterans per day. Our suicide prevention here at Gulf Coast, Lauren Anzaldo gave a briefing just a couple weeks ago, and that number is down to 16.8 veterans per day. But even one veteran per day, one veteran per week, one veteran per year is too many. And so we're at Whole Health helping veterans that have suicide tendencies, ideation, or have had... Tried to carry out a plan before, but not successful. Tina actually had one of those veterans in her last group that Mm -hmm. graduated in December. Veteran who had suicidal thoughts, had planned on taking his life. After going through the nine weeks with Tina, he's no longer dwelling on suicide, even though he's had three loved ones pass away in the last six months.
1: Wow. He now
0: feels hope. He's interacting with his daughter. He's baking with her, making cookies. He's doing yoga with family and friends, and he's practicing daily mindfulness, and he truly wants to be alive. So veterans who are in crisis, there are tools available to them. In fact, one of the tools that's available is the Veterans Crisis Line, and the number for that is 800-273-8255, and then select option one that number goes to the National Suicide Hotline, which is, manned 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. But when a veteran presses option one, it pairs them with a veteran at the National Suicide Hotline, someone who's been specially trained, but he also can say, I've been there and done that. They have worn the same uniform that you and I wore. They served the same country that we served. They supported and defended the same constitution that we supported and defended. And so they know where veterans are at they know the challenges that veterans face both while they are in active duty uniform and while they're now in civilian attire and they can help our veterans through a crisis situation and they are very successful in what they do they have saved countless thousands of lives each
1: year That's fantastic, and um, I will include that number um, as well in the resources um, when we publish the podcast. So thank you for sharing Oh, please do. Yes, we will. Please do. So Ray, I've looked at the website and I was really impressed by the number of resources for healthy living. Um, Can you tell us about some of them and also about some of the specific programs at your facility?
0: So Maria, the resources that your EOD community can access regarding whole health are plentiful out there. The gateway into anything VA is the va.gov site. So if you go to www.va.gov, that's the gateway to anything with the VA, whether it's eligibility and benefits, whether it's health care, whether it's cemetery services. It's all in that website. But the particular site that I'm going to bring your attention to, and a couple of them actually, one is the General Whole Health site, and that's www.va.gov forward slash Whole Health, all as one word, and then hit enter. And from there, you'll see the Whole Health landing page. And there are a couple different placards on here that I like to use. The first one underneath the home on the left-hand pane is Getting Started. And it has a pane for getting started, getting healthy, building your own personal health plan, and how to support Whole Health in your life. And then beneath that is Veterans Resources. And from there, it has the basics on whole health. It has educational handouts, feature stories from other veterans, has mobile apps and online tools that are available to your EOD community and any veteran that they or civilian can access this as well. And to learn more about taking charge of their life and health. They even have well-being programs, videos, and podcast months like the one we're recording today. So that's a major resource out there. Another resource, and that's the general page it will get you rolling, Another page I like to go to is the Veterans Health Library, and it's the VA.gov site and then forward slash whole health library, all one word and then hit return. This has a plethora of resources available to the EOD community and every veteran out there. You have some general information on whole health, but you have a library at your fingertips on our circle of health. Our circle of health actually starts with the veteran at the center, followed by mindful awareness, which is being present in the moment without judgment. And then surrounding that, those two little circles are eight self-care elements that overlap and interact with each other. And so I like to go through the self-care pain itself and look at the different areas for there. There's mindful awareness. There's moving the body, surroundings, personal development, food and drink, recharging, Family, friends, and coworkers, spirit and soul, as well as power of the mind. And you can get more in-depth. You can listen to podcasts. You can watch videos. You can get information on each of those self-care areas so that you can make educated and informed decisions on how to take control of your life. And one section I use is the very last pane on the left-hand side it's called Veteran Handouts. And I use that a lot. There, are multiple PDFs in eight, each of those eight self-care areas on how to become more in tune with those areas, more knowledgeable about those areas, so you can then make those educated, informed decisions on how to better your life. For me, right now, I have—I'm uh, an older veteran, and as you get older, sometimes you have some th- blood pressure challenges, and I do, and so I'm moving more towards a plant. Based diet. Now, I haven't gone cold turkey on eating meat. I'm still carnivorous. I guess you would say (laughs) that I'm omnivore. Uh, I'm moving towards the herbivore part of this, but I enjoy eating salads more with berries and tomatoes and fresh fruits and vegetables. And I believe because I'm doing that, it's helping my body fight off infection like COVID and flu. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's helping me get my blood pressure down to where it needs to be because I've cut a lot of sodium out of my diet by eliminating many processed foods. And so I'm excited the next, for the next time I go to see my uh, VA healthcare provider to see if my blood pressure has come down. My hope is to one day be off blood pressure medication. So that's where we're rolling with this.
1: Well, I know you and can do it.
0: <laughs> I I have I have the the knowledge. I just need to do the application, just like you. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a nurse. And I have healthcare challenges, and I have the same challenges that the members of your EOD community as well as other veterans have and people in the civilian sector. Um, life gets in the way. We get busy. Sometimes it's easier to stop at a fast food restaurant as opposed to having a balanced meal with fruits and vegetables, and I'm learning how to do that. I'm learning to keep my, my wallet in my pocket as I drive past the water burger. Mm-hmm. and go home and eat something healthy, make a nice salad with vegetables in it and a, a nice balsamic uh, vinaigrette, and I'm happy.
1: Wow. Well, I, I really appreciate you being so candid because, um, you know, it's very inspiring. It's inspiring to me just listening to you. Like, I need to eat more salads. So um, that's fantastic. Now, um, Whole Health is relatively new to the VA. Um, does every VA hospital have this program? And how would a veteran interested in benefiting... Um, from Whole Health, find the closest one to them.
0: This program, and it's not really a program; it's a transformation. So, <sighs> I, I am not running a program. It's a transformation in healthcare. I'm just assisting our veterans as well as our clinicians in becoming more in tune with what matters most to our veteran clients, instead of what matters most to us as, cli- to we- as clinicians. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Wow. So, a great way to access these services and to find out more about. Whole Health because it is offered at every facility in varying degrees. Some Mm -hmm. facilities are way beyond um, others in in their rollout and integration of Whole Health into clinical care and care with their veterans, whereas others are just starting out. And so the site I encourage your veterans to go to, your EOD community to go to, is www.va.gov and go on the landing page. And when you hit the landing page, there'll be four different panes down there. One's healthcare, second one's disability, there's a third one education, and last one is records. But within the healthcare pane, there is a subheading. It says apply now for VA healthcare. So tag that link right there and it takes you to a page and tells you everything you need to know about getting started with Veterans healthcare, First of all, checking your eligibility, and it gives you a site to go to um, to find out how you can check your eligibility. And then the information you need to bring to your local VA to get started, and you bringing your social security number, your military discharge information. I brought my DD- DD-214. Any insurance cards that you have, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, through the federal plan because I work for the federal government. And you also need to bring a statement and this is optional. Last year's gross household income, you don't need to bring your tax return, just basically how much you made and if you had any deductible deductible expenses for the previous year. And they take that information and I encourage you to fill out the application form, which is form one zero one zero easy, Echo Zulu. Fill that form out prior to coming into the VA. Walk into any VA medical center clinic. Go to the business office desk. We, here in, at Gulf Coast, it's called the Alpha Section in, in Pensacola, Florida. And that's the business desk, and they will get you signed up for VA healthcare. And then you get with the healthcare team. But if you want to find out where to get a VA healthcare team, you can go on the, the same site at the bottom. And in the dark blue section on the very lower right corner, it says VA Medical Center or Regional Office, find VA location. If you hit that link, it will take you to another page, and you will type your city, state, or postal code in there. The facility type you're looking for—if you're looking for a uh, urgent care clinic, emergency care, community care provider, uh, VA healthcare—you can select one of those, and then the type of service you're looking for, and hit search. And it will tell you; it will show you on a map where all the locations are close to your proximity. It starts out with the United States map and then focuses down on your location based on your zip code or city or state that you put into the criteria. So very, very easy to do, and um, I use it all the time. I have veterans asking me, for instance, if they have an urgent care need. And here in Pensacola, we do not have an urgent care clinic. So we use community care, which is a be- benefit to our veteran clients, and so I help them find a community care, urgent care clinic that has contracted with the federal government, contracted with VA for those services, and they can go in there, type in their zip code, select for urgent care, and it shows them all the urgent cares in the in the area that provide services to veteran clients uh, using the veteran health care benefits.
1: Wow. That, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for, for explaining all that, that to our listeners. And, you know, I have to say, um, being a veteran myself, I, I am absolutely going to enroll in whole health. I just think it's, it's amazing. It's, it's inspiring the short stories that you've shared with us. And, um, and also, you know, being a nurse myself, having the perspective and being in healthcare and seeing, um, seeing how fast paced You know, healthcare can be to where it makes the patient feel like they're just, you know, a cog in the wheel and they don't feel like the, the doctors or, or the healthcare professionals really care. So I've seen that personally and been discouraged. Um, and so, you know, when I first found out about whole health, I was just like floored. I was like, this is, this is what we need and this is the change that we need to see. And, and I know there's veterans that, um you know, m- maybe have a bad taste in their mouth um regarding the VA and um, maybe, you know, wait times or, or frustrations, but I, I feel like this program is, is going to shift the entire uh, VA and it's going to help so many veterans. So um, just thank you so much, Ray, for, for everything that you're doing to help.
0: And I appreciate that, and we do track metrics. Um, we we ta- we track our patient satisfaction metrics as well as our our facility uh, satisfaction metrics out there, and so we're seeing a change. that The paradigm shift is changing because we're seeing positive changes in those metrics out there. Mm-hmm. But I do want to go back one thing as well. When we're talking about how to access, how to find VA services, I did want your your audience know as well, your EOD community, that there is a VA welcome kit that they can go to and find out a whole host of information on a variety of topics, from applying for VA health care, to applying for disability benefits, to education benefits, and the whole gamut with uh, VA health care. It's called the VA welcome kit, and that website is www.va.gov forward slash welcome dash kit, and then hit return, and it takes you to a landing page. You can print out a welcome kit. Uh, booklet. I actually have one in front of me, hard copy. We're actually printing um, copies for our facility here. We go to government printing office. We send them PDF, and they're printing them for us, and we hand them out to our veteran clients. But you can go online and get this book in either black and white or a color format, print it out for yourself. And then they have um, these guides of VA benefits and services. They're probably, I'm looking at the page right now, probably 15 to 20 down here and there's also information for family members as well on getting started with caregiver benefits if there's a someone that's caring for a veteran we have something called a caregiver support program as well as applying for survivor benefits which is very very important because our veteran client as our veteran clients as they as they you know move further along in their health care process and in their lives you know they eventually pass and we want to make sure that their loved ones are covered if they're eligible for those services and then uh, additional webpages on disability, health care, education, training, housing assistance, careers and employment, life insurance, pension, burials and memorials, records, and benefits for spouses, dependent survivors, and family caregivers, all on this one page that you have access to and the EOD community has access to as well.
1: Thank you so much, Ray. Um, do you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners on the mission of Whole Health?
0: Well, yes, I do want to encourage everyone to explore what matters most to them. What do you live life for? Why do you want to be healthy and take charge of your life and health? It's only by you taking the reins and taking control of your health care that you're going to see the changes that you want to see in your life that agree with your values.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, So we're going to end this interview with a... um with a "What is your favorite?" So I'm going to ask you a couple of your favorite things, Ray. Okay. Um, so our our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Um, what is your favorite style of food?
0: Um, Italian or seafood, but I I like both of them, and sometimes you can mix the two together. So shrimp scampi is good, but also as a, a good tuna steak grilled on the uh, on the grill is awesome, and I love lasagna. Um, parmesan. As I said, I'm trying to move plant-based, so <laughs> I'm having to give some of those things up. So um, there are salads with Italian dressings that I mm-hmm. use. They're usually the uh, balsamic-based with a little bit of olive oil in there and then spices. And I always look at the label to make sure they have low sodium in there. So I always pick the lowest sodium varieties I can.
1: Very good tip. Um, what is your favorite quote?
0: It goes back to Ronald Reagan, trust but verify.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what's your favorite? I like the book? Dolly Part one that you have. <laughs> Gotta love Dolly. Actually, I heard Dolly has a podcast. I'm thinking about looking into that, but <laughs> um, what is your favorite book, Ray?
0: I have a couple that I they use for for you know nursing for clinical and for business the one I've been using lately and I'm using it to mentor another colleague of mine is called Hardwiring Excellence and it's on how to gain excellence in healthcare through hardwiring processes and there's a process you go through to find out what the needs are and then you look at a gap analysis to find out what where the gaps are, and you look at trying to, to work through processes, most like, most, much like system redesign or lean, to uh, find a, a way of doing things better, streamlined, so you do things more efficiently, more effectively. And then also, I used to text a lot in, in uh, graduate school for my master's in nursing, but I also use it here in the office. There are some great stories in there. It's called Leadership Lessons from West Point. Mm. And it's a compilation of leadership articles from West Point from their leadership course. And they have actually several books out in a series now, but that's the one I've read and I use routinely to go back for and forth with to learn from experts in leadership our military community, on how I can apply those principles to health here at the VA and taking better care of our veterans. Wow. Well,
1: that sounds so interesting. Um, lastly, what is your favorite hobby?
0: Um, my wife and I like to travel a lot, and when we go, I like to walk, I like to hike. But here on the Gulf Coast, we're around the water, so I enjoy kayaking on the intercoastal waterway and just getting out in nature. Nature therapy is just so therapeutic to me.
1: Oh, it is. It is so nice. Well, Ray, I just want to thank you again so much for for being on our podcast and um, sharing the good news about this new, well, relatively new, but amazing program, Whole Health. Um, thank you for your service, and thank you for everything you're doing for our veterans.
0: Well, Maria, I appreciate your service to our country and what you and your community are doing uh, for EOD Warriors. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Behind the Warrior podcast. This series is provided to you by the EOD Warrior Foundation. To learn more, please visit us on Facebook or at EODWarriorFoundation.org. And don't forget to tell a friend.